calling all partners. Losing weight is better together with Nutrisystem's Partner Plan. In fact, people who diet together lose 20% more weight than dieting on their own. Get new premium meals with up to 30 grams of protein. They're big and filling and taste delicious. Plus, try our new restaurant faves that taste like your favorite restaurant portioned with half the calories. Don't wait. You could win big cash during Nutrisystem's Better Together Partner Plan 100K giveaway. And maybe win the grand prize of $25,000. Just go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off your first month. You heard me right. Go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off. Don't wait. This partner plan offer will not last long. Just go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin right now and get 50% off plus an extra $50 off. Go to Nutrisystem.com slash thin. New website for details on our two-month subscription offer. No purchase necessary. Open only to U.S. residents over 21. Void where prohibited. Runs December 25 through April 4th, 2022. For official rules, visit Nutrisystem.com. Sponsored by Nutrisystem, Inc. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Coco Express, part of the Blog Talk Radio Network. Your host on the Coco Express is Aurelia Lyles. She's all about keeping it real. Great guests, interesting topics, so get on board. Listen, learn, live. Good evening and welcome to the Cobo Express Show for Monday, April 21st, 2014. I am here, Aurelia Lyles, your host, and we're going to have a kind of different show today. Uh, Many of you were expecting Councilman Ross Baraka to join us, and he is currently in a debate. He's going to try to make the show, but we have some other guests scheduled to come on as well. His brother's going to join us. Frederica Bay is going to join us. So we just have to, you know, we have people coming on to make sure that you get your dose of the Cocoa Express show. And um, it's really interesting. A lot of us don't really understand the process of being um, a political candidate. The recent elections uh, have given us kind of like a snapshot and a peek inside the life of a politician and what it is that they have to endure and go through and all the various uh, speaking engagements and meetings and all different things that they are involved in before the election begins. And having someone take some time out of their schedule is extremely difficult just to sit down and kind of like chat about their issues. It's something that they try to do because they want to meet the demands of the constituency and let them know that, you know, these are my issues, I'm here for you. And the fact that he is going to try to make time to um, join us is great. And if he doesn't, the fact that he is aware that we're out here and he knows that we're listening is equally as important. Now, I'm going to um, have join us a Frederica Bay. She is also a supporter of Ross Barak, Councilman Baraka, and she is a native of New Jersey, North New Jersey as well. And what's so interesting about her is she is one of the spearheaders of the Women in Support of the Million Man March, Inc. And that's pretty interesting for me because I used to spend a lot of time when I was studying for my MBA in a little cafe in Brooklyn called Bob Law Seafood Cafe. And there was 
so much. Oh, I love that place. Besides the food being amazing, the dialogue, the conversation, it was always so interesting. And one of the things that he would talk about is women in support of men going to the Million Man March. And I didn't get a chance to find out what happened because I had to go on my way. But I'm really glad to see that it is, is transcended into something amazing. And we are just so happy that we have Frederica Bay with us because she is one amazing woman. And her story is interesting. And what she does for her community is unbelievable. So you know, let us begin the show. And as the people come on, we just let them speak and have their say. This is what it's about today. So please allow me the opportunity to bring you our guest. Hello. Hello, beloved. How are you doing? I'm doing quite well, Sister Day. How are you? I am doing great. We are here at NJ Pack, as you know, and we just heard our next mayor, Raz Baraka, uh, speak real clear and speak truth to power on the vision for the city of Newark, and it was absolutely excellent. So we've come out to try to get some quiet uh, to talk with you, and thank you so much for having us on. Oh, it's my it really is my pleasure to do this because this is this platform is kind of interesting because you get a voice to some people who don't normally get to hear it. Mm, okay. Okay. Yes, and that's the beauty of um internet radio. I believe I believe that it allows you the opportunity to have your say, to tell your story your way without any interruptions. That is so beautiful and it's so very necessary. <clears throat> and I uh, yes. can't thank my sister Emily enough, you know, for giving us this opportunity. As you know, Women in Support of the Million Man March, it's uh, 20 years, oh, my God. Uh, next year is 20 years. Uh, that Really, this year is 20 years that we started organizing. And long story short, 2 million men that showed up in in Washington, D.C., just about 20 years ago, were given a blueprint and a mission. And we raised funds, and according to the Wall Street Journal, we sent over 50,000 men from the state of New Jersey to Washington, D.C. Unbelievable. Amazing. It it is. And, And, you know, the president left town, Congress closed down, helicopters were hovering, waiting for black men to cut up, you know, and those two million men stood strong for over 13 to 15 hours, you know, and we had the notables there like Queen Mother Moore, uh, Betty Shabazz, Coretta Scott King, I, I mean, all, you know, and when we came back, we came back excited and determined to take a piece of that, and that's all the minister. Farrakhan asked us to do is go back and take a piece of it and we took education and we created um, exemplary accredited preschool, Wisdom Holistic Preschool uh, about 15 years ago. Uh, We also started a charter school uh, because the parents wanted us to continue that work and and as you know and everybody knows uh, what happened after that you know, which is classic. Uh, Mm -hmm. But long story short, Newark 
is so poised right now to be, as Ken Gifton said years ago, and they're starting to come out now. I don't know how far out I can get. Can you still hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. Uh, that wherever this nation goes, Newark will go first. And this election is so very important, and it is ours to win because it's, it's so basic and so clear, you know. Uh, we're, having, um, we're having agitation at the state level because mm-hmm. of patronage, because of all kinds of political Jersey politics that is uh, it has been going on for all too long. It has okay. been going on for all too long. So the message that Raz gave tonight is the message that he always gives, is that when he becomes mayor, we become mayor, that the people will have a voice, that we're talking about working from the ground up, you know, and not importing people into Newark to inject their form of politics into our educational system, um, into the prison industrial complex, which the educational system and the failures of that because the state has taken it over for the last 20 years. Next year will be 20 years that the state is blaming the citizens of Newark for the failures that the state of New Jersey have made because they have run our system for all too long now. So he was saying that that would be one of his first uh, first policies is to get regain local control of the educational system, which is a larger budget than the city of Newark. And that is why they came in and took it over in 1995, and that is why in, 19, in 2015 we're going to regain control of our educational system and our children. That is amazing, and that is excellent because it appears that, I guess you could say globally, our society is like one of the lowest on the rung of edu- when it comes to education. Absolutely. You're talking about the United States of America. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. And, I mean, you know, back in the day, and I'm talking about in the civil rights era before the whole integration piece uh, came about, we educated our children. You know, and I mean, it was separate, it was unequal, but the teachers, the parents, you know, the community, you know, the village educated our children, you Mm -hmm. know? And so today we have cell phones, computers, texting, we have everything, and and, and we really have everything we need uh, to do what we need to do in our educational system. We have it. So uh, we uh, we are so focused and so uh, strong in doing the work that has to be done on the ground, uh, the networking to uh, make May 13, that's Tuesday, May 13, 2014, a victory for Raz Baraka, and that will be a victory for Newark, New Jersey, without a doubt, without a doubt. You know, when people have to resort to burning buses, I'm sure you heard that uh, Raz Barasa's, uh buses were torched. 
by the opposition, and they put sugar in his tank. And he had a press conference about a week ago, and clearly uh, all of the newspapers, it came out where the van that was found that belongs to the man who did it or the people who did it, it came right from the opposition. You know, it was registered. This van is registered where the opposition headquarters is. And, I mean, bombings, a bus in 2014, you know, Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah, it sounds crazy, but I begin to understand that there's no such thing as sounding crazy anymore because it appears that we haven't gotten past our past, and we're still reliving it every day. Mm, that is so true. That is so true. And, you know, I mean, we every year we watch the Ten Commandments, and we were just watching it, of course, over this holiday weekend. And I've been a Muslim for 40 years, but for as long as Ten Commandments has been coming on, we've been watching it. And to see um, Judas, asked, what's in it for me? And he threw ten talents, you know, a few pieces of silver. Mm -hmm. And he betrayed Jesus Christ for a few pieces of silver. And that same story is going on today. That's the same story that happened with Harriet. Harriet says she freed a thousand, you know, men and women, and she could have 3,000 more if we knew we were slaves, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. we <laughs> we have a long, beautiful history with, and I mean, beautiful teachers, excellent teachers, Malcolm, Martin, Honorable Elijah Muhammad, Noble Ju Ali, you know, Ida B. Wells, Barnett. I mean, we can go on and on and on. Fannie Lou. So all we have to do now is just do the work and continue to do the work. And I am so pleased that you have this, you know, uh, this venue, you know, mm-hmm. to, to to bring the word, you know, to the people. Yes. Speaking truth yes. to power. Mm-hmm. Yes. I believe it is important because there are so, we have so many stories to tell. And oftentimes the stories that are told are so misconstrued. That's so and, true. And having the opportunity to tell your story your way is mm-hmm. so vitally important in getting the truth to the people who need to hear it. Absolutely, beloved. Absolutely. I thank you so much. I thank oh. you on behalf of Women in Support of the Million Man March so very yes. much. Yes. And I have to mm-hmm. tell you, um, I've, well, it's been a while back, but I used to go to um, Bob Law Seafood Restaurant. Oh, yes, right, yes. in Brooklyn. Yes, yes, and I mm-hmm. loved it there. The conversation was always inspiring and uplifting. And, of course, the food was unbelievably good. And Absolutely. I, I just enjoyed being there so much. I was studying for uh, my MBA at the time, but I would just go in there and just sit down and just embrace everything that was going on. And he was such an amazing, well, he is such an amazing man. And just sitting there listening to him is just so, you know, it's so clearly important that his message gets heard as well. And he was, I mean, he's doing it and he's living it as well. And that's important too, because saying it is one thing, but doing it is a completely different thing. 
Absolutely, absolutely. We'll probably see him on Friday, Sister's Place. They're having a, a fundraiser, a jazz event over in Brooklyn, and we're going to be over there this Friday. We intend on being there anyway this Friday. He was very, very supportive. He still is of uh, Wisdom and Women in Support of the Million Man March. Matter of fact, I think he was uh, the chair of um, the Million Man March in New York. You know, when we were organizing to take the men down. Yeah, it's very powerful, powerful. Tallest tree in the forest. I'm <laughs> telling you. <laughs> we call him. He reminds you of Paul Robeson, you know, powerful brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I understand you're going to be attending um, Bishop Hillier's event on Wednesday. Yes, I'm honored to be on the panel. I was asked to be on the panel, and I was honored to meet him again. Uh, Thursday, we did a few media blitzes over in New York on Thursday, and that's on the uh, crisis in the African-American and Latino community. And mm-hmm. do you know your daddy? <laughs> do you yes. know your daddy? Oh, and my God. And he's focusing on solutions. Thank a lot. Yes, yeah. because, you know, we have a history of a lot of chit-chat, banter, and dialogue mm-hmm. with very few solutions. And I think that this is just so amazingly good that he is focusing mm-hmm. on solutions. Mm-hmm. It really is. It really is because really we know what the problems are and we enumerate the problems so many times. We also know what the solutions are because the solutions are in the problem. It's right mm-hmm. there, you know. So it's a matter of getting it done, you know, of making intentions to God, and that was the the, the Million Man March atonement, you mm-hmm. know, forgive me for my sins and my frailties to myself, my family, and community. Making those intentions, getting with one or two people trusting each other, loving each other, putting your money together, and getting it done, you know, whatever it is, whether it's education or business, whatever it is. So, you know, it's time to do the work right about now. It's time to do the work. What do you feel is the biggest challenge that um, Ross Baraka and others like him face? Mm. I think it goes right back to Harriet Tubman when she said, I could have freed a whole lot more if they only knew they were slaves. Mm. Because how people can support, um, you know, an entity that would revert to tactics that were used by Ku Klux Klan uh, back in the day. You know, Mm. they were used by White Citizens Council, you know, those are the kinds of things that they did to us. They burned our buses, the Freedom Ride buses, and, you know, uh, put dogs and fire hoses and all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the biggest challenge, is, 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 and then it is that this society, um, it's back again to Judas and the few pieces of silver, you know, that you can be bought off so easily. You know, that you have no conscious or moral compass that, you know, a few pieces of silver, you will, you know, sell your soul. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, and, and but really the groundswell of support that Raz Baraka has, and it's more and more and more, and it's quite diverse, you know, it reaches far beyond, certainly in the black community, Latino community, 
the white community as far as, you know, Senator Cody, Governor Cody. How you doing, sweetheart? <laughs> Good to see you, too. I'm so sorry. That's okay. <laughs> so, no you problem. know, uh, Senator uh, Ronald Rice, Mayor, Mayor Gibson, Mayor Sharp James, uh, all of the locals, the national unions have endorsed Raz Baraka, and I think that's why they stooped to the level of burning his bus and stooped to the level that they did. So, yeah, um, I think that uh, this is ours to win, but we're going to work really, really hard because they are pumping a lot of money into the opposition campaign, but at the same time, Romney had a lot of money that he pumped into and that other supporters pumped into Governor Romney's campaign, and he never saw the inside of the White House, never saw it. So, I always believe in a higher power. Okay. I'm so sorry. Uh-huh. I'm I said so I believe in a higher power. It's okay. I know well, you're at an event. I said I believe in a higher yeah. power. Absolutely. Absolutely, and that is the bottom line in this event, the higher power. There's no doubt about it. God is, God's hand is all in this. You can feel it, taste it, touch it. It's all in this, and this is ours to win. This is Excellent. ours to win. This is, you know, truly amazing, and it's really good because um, we don't always get to hear about the different things that go on, you know, during a campaign and what the actual person experiences. We only see them when they hit the stage or the podium or when they're in a group of, you know, an event with people where they're speaking. We don't get to hear about, you know, buses being burned and people doing these kinds of things. People don't realize and understand how difficult Mm -hmm. this is for them to do and how important it must be to them that they do it and how much this job means to them to help their constituents. Exactly, exactly. I mean, they covered the gamut tonight, you know, uh, talking about the economy, jobs, talking about the richness of Newark and Mm -hmm. the college town that it is, all of the benefits that not only the residents but, you know, the visitors and the people who work here have and the waterfront that he plans on developing. Um, We are right here down on the ground, you know, with our preschool center, our holistic preschool center. So we hear, feel, see, taste, and touch our parents each and every day in jobs. Uh, My husband lost his job. I was working two jobs. Now I have one. He's on unemployment, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son, you know, not even to talk about the violence, as Raz says, uh-huh. the public, the number one public health issue, you know, our children dying before, you know, they turn 20 years old. Yeah. So with these kinds of things right in your face, how you can take a few pieces of silver, you know, in exchange for what, you know, well, you, uh, it, it's just beyond me. Yeah, it's, it's the economy me. also that has fueled a lot of desperation. And mm-hmm. when you have people who are concerned about just having a meal for that day, it, mm. it really brings forth a really different kind of mindset. And mm-hmm. 
you are willing to pretty much do anything just so that you could eat. And it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. That's so true. That's so true. And that reminds me of our history, you know, on the plantation, you know. Um, The brothers and sisters had to feed the chickens, clean up the chicken coop, you know, take the chicken inside, pluck it, clean it, cut it up, cook it, serve it, and clean up. And if they took a piece, they were called a thief. They took a chicken, they were called a thief. You know, I mean, it is time, it is past time (laughs) that we um, did the work. We know the problems. We know the solutions. It's time to do the work. And that's why I love the work of the Women in Support of the Million Man March. You know, I really do. I love mm-hmm. the sisters coming together, trusting each other, putting our money on the dining room table. We met there for two years until we raised money to buy our first property. Mm-hmm. And good night, sweetheart. Good night. They're, they're moving us out of here. I'm so sorry. They're moving okay. us out of NJ back now, baby. But... um I really look forward, if I could talk to you again, it was just really beautiful. I do, and I I thank Emily so much and look forward to talking to you again. Enjoyed it so much. Thank you so uh, much. And hopefully, if I could just ask if any of the uh, men, and I'm sure many of them are listening, um, from the Million Man March, uh, the 50,000 men that we sent from Washington, D.C., to meet us over in Perth Amboy, on Wednesday the 23rd at 7 o'clock with Dr. Donald Hilliard uh, on the uh, town hall meeting for African-American and Latino crisis in our community. We would love to see you there to continue to work. Thank you. I I really appreciate you taking the time out, and I know this was a last-minute thing. And Mm -hmm. there's so much more that we can discuss and and, and uncover and discover about you. So please, when your schedule permits, come on back. All right. I will do that. Thank you so much, beloved. Thank you. You're quite welcome. You're welcome. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Everyone, please be too. Thanks. Um, Everyone, I just want to tell you that Oftentimes, we don't get the opportunities that we think we should have, um, and things don't pan out the way we want them to pan out, but they happen the way that they do for a reason. Because of the simple fact that um, the mayoral candidate is really busy, extremely busy, and he doesn't have the opportunity to make every last engagement or do everything that he can, there's always a voice. There's always someone there who is going to be able to deliver the message to you to be heard the way you need to hear it. And I believe having Sister Frederica Bay come on to tell us the story that we didn't know about, to explain from her perspective and her position what he stands for and what he believes in is important because you need to know what people think and what they feel because based on that, that tells you that the person is or not or is not doing a good job or will or will not do a good job. So these things are all important to us. And the simple fact that um, a woman like Sister Frederica Bay, who has been instrumental in making so much progress in her community with the women in support of the Million Man March, is 
you know, it speaks volumes to a lot of us about what our relationship with our community is and should be. So we really have to take some time out and step back and look at ourselves and take a deep look in the mirror because I know that I have to do it every now and again and check myself. Who am I and what do I represent to my community? And having this particular platform gives me the opportunity to bring to you people who are trying their best to make a better tomorrow for each and every one of us. And hopefully the opportunity will come. We will be able to speak with uh, candidate uh, uh, Ras Baraka. But if not, we know that he's out there and he's doing his best to get the job done that he has been asked to do. So lend your support. And those of you who are interested in participating in the Who's Your Daddy uh, event with uh, Bishop Hilliard, I have put information on my webpage and you can, there's a link and you can live stream it. If you can't make it, you can live stream the event and it's there on my webpage at the Coco Express Show and at 7.30 on Wednesday, you can just click the link and you can tune in. And it's the Cathedral International um, Church and you can just listen in, hear what's going on, know what's going on, know know about what's going on in your community and how you can be part of the cure and not the problem. So on that note, I'm going to leave you. Uh, we're going to be back together on Saturday with you, the best invention ever. So to all of you, be well, take care of yourself, and thank you for joining us, and thank you for your continued support. Okay, and... That is just what I need. That's our show for today. So until next time, keep it real, listen, learn, and live.